Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of... Oh, where were you? Amy's podcast. (laughs) Ritual, the podcast with me and Patty today. Hello, I am also present in the booth. We are here for a very special reason today, and that reason is... Are are you going to do this a lot? No. This episode? So, uh, (laughs) we are here to discuss... Ostara. Ostara, the spring equinox. Now, um, just so everyone knows, I accidentally... (laughs) Before today's (laughs) recording, there was an incident. I accidentally threw my entire mug of tea on the floor and on Patty's feet. (laughs) Mm. Freshly brewed, straight from the kettle. Straight from the kettle. (laughs) And no milk to dilute the temperature. No, it was hot. So... It was was pretty hot. Um, no, Amy was moving her uh, preggy ball I'm into on the place. Bouncy ball today. Too young. Um, <laughs> okay, if you're not watching, that was a bit, a little bit weird. But it was, uh, it was moving. Amy was moving the ball into place, and then the ball hit. I'm gonna say the ball hit. It was the ball. Off me. the tea. And the tea went everywhere. That's a nice mug too. It's actually was great, the mug but it okay? Didn't, it didn't break. Well, you're drinking a new tea out of it. I hope so. Oh, yeah. That was a bit sad. But sad. But sad but anyway. Tea, but sad for the tea. Now you know a bit more about our day. You do know a wee bit more. Amy, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking this pregnancy tea um, from this lady who is, she like specializes in herbs for pregnancy and like um, Post, postpartum, postpartum and and when you're trying for a baby as well. Mm-hmm. Um She's amazing. Mm. She's actually, I think she's a doula as well, but she's in Warburton, which isn't too far from us. Mm. Um, they're called Blissful Herbs. Not sponsored, just recommended. I was going to say, it sounded like an ad. It's not an ad. It was an ad. So yummy. Well. So, um, and this one's got like heaps of stuff for iron and magnesium, which I need both of. So I'm excited to drink that. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Patty? Well, before I get to the tea, earlier on I was wearing some Nike shoes <laughs> and using Ryobi Parters. Um, not sponsored. Yeah. No, they're not heavily sponsored. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I um, I'm t- I'm drinking some chai, some Arcadia. You were drinking that last time. Powdered sure. chai. I think last time it was evening. I was having a wee whiskey, uh-uh. uh, but having some Arcadia chai, which is delicious with a bit of oat milk. Nice. Oatly oat milk. Oatly oat milk. Just like milk, but with oats. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored. Um. Anyway. And that is no joke. 
or no yolk, as the good people at Mornington Peninsula <laughs> Eggs would say. Um, how have you been? I've been. That was a squeaky ball, by the way. I have been. <laughs> I've been good. I've been busy with work, as you know. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Amy and I live in the same house, mm-hmm. and so I have been busy with with work, and I have been busy trying to look after you mm-hmm. with your pregnancy. Yes. Um. And I am trying to look after myself a bit more. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you bored with this? You look, you look, <laughs> you look like you, you checked out after I just started speaking. No, I'm listening. And I like to give you, let me give you a thoughtful answer. How am I? I am, I'm really well. I'm very happy. Have you been affected by Mercury retrograde that you're aware of? Com- like comms like communications yeah, yeah look there's been a couple of issues as you know with work stuff recently oh, with yeah. some clients and whatnot. yeah um, I actually didn't put those two together mm, yeah which was slightly stressful mm. uh, but um, all is well now all is sorted and what about you uh, yeah. Amy I'm how, good how is everything I'm good I I think if anything I've been affected more technologically mm-hmm. than anything like as in like Reels disappearing, mm. um, just like glitchy things. Mm. But I think I've been pretty good. It's a bit emotional on the weekend, you but were. I think that was a big mixture. That could have been that. I don't know. That's but, to be expected, though. But I'm good overall. Overall, I am doing well. It is school holidays at the moment, which is always relaxing. <laughs> it is relaxing. Uh, it's well, it's not, but I mean, I think you know, and for those of you who uh, who work from home or run your own businesses from home or even just have kids, uh, you know, you still need to get stuff done. Yeah, that's um, the thing. There are some people who obviously take school holidays off on late as leave and whatnot. Uh, obviously, you and I don't don't do that. I've been trying to go a bit more with the flow, and not um like put pressure on myself to try and get everything done but i think it gets to that point where you go i need to actually get something done <laughs> <laughs> yes yes as much as i would like to do less um I cannot... my children don't agree with that part no. they would prefer if i was just with them all the time do you know the way like a wee puppy would sit and just stare at you like that's our children. eyes wide open I think, well, I think that's what the kids want us to do. Yes. Like anything you want us to do, you entertain drink? you, cup you of tea, dance? food, another snack, another snack, yeah. another snack, another snack. <sighs> uh, okay. But um, but they're learning. And we're learning. Sure. And we're trying to get better at, at all that kind of stuff. But I think we handle it well. Yeah. We split the days up. Uh, sometimes either it's like family stuff in the morning and then... Uh, work time in the afternoon the kids kind of are left to their own devices or it's like amy will do half the day half a day half. i'll do half a day and then I'll, I'll, I'll work a lot at night time whereas amy can't tends to I, kind of be in bed i'm out by about eight <laughs> <laughs> mentally physically spiritually emotionally <laughs> i'm not here anymore <laughs> it's, just it's just like that's called kids are off to bed anti-nausea right. medication <laughs> i've got 45 minutes and then i'm out as well uh, but yes anyway so, just I just want to before oh, yes, we do get yes, started, yes, I, yes. I feel like whenever I talk, you look very bored. Is that a thing? Or are we? I'm gonna... not bored. Okay, because you're about to talk for a very long time. So, oh, no, I'm not bored. If anything, I always look tired now. 
Um, I know what you're tired of. You look bored. I'm not bored. Maybe you should get somebody else to co-host. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not. This is a Mercury retrograde thing, isn't it? I am not no. bored. This is. If anything, I'm thinking. But about, about how bored you are. <laughs> no, I'm not bored. I could be doing anything else right now. No, I actually need to do this. So no, I'm not bored. Are you all right though? Do you need anything else? This. It's, well, that's fine. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we're here for Astara, which is on Friday, which has come across, come Whoa. across, come along so quickly, mm. I feel. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a bit of a chat about that today. I do love Astara. Astara is a beautiful mm. turn of the wheel, and I feel like it's one of the most popular um, because mm. it also is known as the spring equinox. And I know a lot of people acknowledge that whether or not they're on like a witchy path or not mm. um because everyone's so freaking happy it's not winter anymore yeah and they can see the change in the buds on the trees and it's starting to be less gloomy it's yep daylight savings is starting uh, soon on our wedding anniversary october 1st i'm pretty sure oh, don't yeah. hold me on that but i'm pretty sure it's october 1st mm. Thank and God. So, I love when daylight savings is here. Mm, I don't know what it means, but I'm happy for well, it. Well, no, we tried to uh, do this the other night. It's like, it, so it's lighter at nighttime, so we wake up earlier. But we, no, I'm not doing this Stop! <laughs> it's confusing. It's like trying to I think need to about draw my picture again. how infinite the universe is. <laughs> <laughs> that and daylight savings. So um, every time I have to like, like physically <laughs> sit and visualize like, so when I go outside, it's lighter. So when it's five o'clock, what time was it actually four o'clock? So that means I'm going to bed later. I don't know. This is not a conversation for me. <laughs> I don't can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't want this. Thank God our phones just, just think let, for us. Let the Apple. I'll either be tired iPhone. or like do it for you anyway so that's coming up <laughs> this is a very this is why we haven't replaced the battery and the clock in the kitchen it's dead that clock's yeah. dead but now we don't have to change it it's sometimes right though do twice, you know one time someone said oh is that the time and it was actually right it was like a fluke it can only happen twice a day and it happened anyway I, I don't remember that. Funny. You, you should yeah. have texted me. Anyway, Astara's here all around us. New life is starting to blossom. Flower buds are opening up and stretching towards the sunlight. Leaves are turning to a vibrant green, which is what I have been looking at outside our mm. window. It's so beautiful. So the spring equinox is celebrated between September 20th to the 23rd. Um, but this year it's on the 23rd, which is on Friday. So does that mean that then you can go either side of that as well? Yeah. So yeah. they say you can kind of celebrate. So 22nd to the I mean, 24th. really, you can do it whenever you want. But I think like astrologically and all that the, that stuff, it's between that time. But it lands on the 23rd this year. Okay. Um, so it's a much loved and anticipated Sabbath as it brings along new life, new growth, new possibilities and is a literal breath of fresh air. 
So one thing um, with Astara is obviously in the Northern Hemisphere, they're celebrating Mabin, which is the autumn yes. equinox. So just like that time we kind of mentioned as well, is now is a time of balance because the sun, we basically share the sun where it's sure. like the same amount of time before we gain it more for summer and they lose it for winter. Sure. So balance is a big theme of Astara and Mabin because the whole world is sharing this beautiful sunlight just for like a fraction of time. Right. Um, so now is really like a time to check in and see like, do you feel like you are in balance? Do you feel like everything is where it should be going into spring? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you have a good work personal life balance is your health good like what changes do you need to make so that you can step forward feeling like a more balanced version of yourself well equally as an equal equinox it translates to equal equal yeah middle middle like look at the equator yeah or uh even the word equals because you're getting a balance of something at the end of it yeah as well i like that balance is a big thing it's something i always strive for Mm. um because it makes your life so much easier it's hard it's hard to do but it's worth it when you can put the work yeah and it applies to so many things you know um it could be work versus home life it could be um even you know spending alone time having a balance of alone time uh, or it could be eating too many chips as opposed to, or even eating too many apples. Do you know well, what I mean? Like you want to have a, a balance of everything. You think about like going through winter, you eat a lot more heartier, carby things because it's like traditionally you would to keep yourselves warm mm. to put on that winter weight because um, it's comfort food. But now you don't have to do that anymore because fresh fruit and vegetables and herbs and everything are Hmm. going to be in abundance because now is their time Mm -hmm. to be eaten so i guess it is like looking at yourself going well how can i what have i done pretty much (laughs) how can i balance my diet do i should i remove the 14 blocks of chocolate eat a week (laughs) um and replace it with some strawberries probably um So it's strawberry chocolate, strawberry chocolate, <laughs> strawberries dipped in chocolate. <laughs> Balance. Balance. Fruit versus chocolate. Um, so it's doing stuff like that, which I think we all need because like one thing I always find with Astara is to me, like I don't get seasonal depression, but I do definitely feel by the end of winter, I have that like, it's almost like seasonal frustration where you're like, I'm so over it. I'm so over it being dark. I'm over it being cold. I just want to go outside and like do something different. Yeah. So I think it's always a really big relief, especially the people that do suffer from that, like in a serious medical sense. Yeah. It's such a a weight lifted off everyone's shoulders because all of a sudden like this beautiful sun is out and – Everything looks prettier, like flowers are blossoming and the trees look nice or the leaves are coming back. So I think Mm. now is just such a, yeah, it literally is like a fresh, a breath of fresh air at this time. Yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, even look at the tree outside our window right now. That was completely burr and old. And now there's green. I know. I love it. It makes me so happy. And you can like go outside with bare feet. Mm. 
that's just one of the nicest things to do. I'm sick of wearing socks. And now it's like, yes, I can open the window and have fresh air in the house. It's stuff like that where you go, I've missed this so much and now I get to do it again. Yeah, yeah. And good for vitamin D. And good for vitamin D, which Paddy... Which I need, apparently. According to the doctor. According to the doctor. I think everybody does. Low in vitamin D. Mm. Um, But there you go. So, Astara is often closely linked with the Christian holiday that is Easter. Yes. Uh, You'll see the correspondences are very similar. And the vibe of Astara and Easter is similar in the sense that you think of things like bunny rabbits, little chicks, eggs, all the pastel colors. They are Mm -hmm. correspondences for both holidays. Um, although the meaning behind them is slightly different. Yeah. Um, in that, well, people debate whether or not this was one of the holidays that the Christians took from the pagans as an attempt to lure more pagans over or they just claimed it as their own or whatever. There's a lot of debate about this one. Also, the names are so similar. Ostara, like you can't, Ostara, Easter. Easter. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I'd never, I'd never uh, joined those dots until we were talking about it the other day. So for us, it doesn't really align because Easter is usually in April, yeah. May, yeah. whenever Easter is. But it's a spring. It's. But in the northern hemisphere, they usually line up. So to them, it's like it's like Halloween here yeah. is Beltane, but up north it's, it's Samhain and Hel- Halloween they link up. Yeah. So, yes, there is a lot of debate about whether or not who who had what first because a lot of the pagan traditions of Astara go back so, so far. But then you go, well, Jesus also goes far back and mm. it's a whole thing. I prefer not to get involved. <laughs> um, so, yes, the themes are slightly different as well. So uh, Christianity and or Easter is more about the death of Jesus and his resurrection, where Astara is very much all about new life and the awakening of Earth. So I feel like it kind of has there more a of a cor- positive spin. But there is a correlation, though, if you look at it. They're both new, like rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the <clears throat> and also if you look at it, the rising of the sun. Um, yeah. If you look at Jesus as the sun. Of God, yeah, the rising of the sun, the death of the sun, the rise of the sun, and that well, they both use the symbolism of an egg as well, mm. both being with like chocolate Easter eggs, um, or an egg if you like people paint eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Christian version is that the egg symbolizes the tomb in which Jesus emerges from, where the pagan tradition the egg is literally a symbol of new life, mm-hmm. so again, it's like. Same thing, different story. Yeah, right. Attached to it, but I was they always are very taught similar. That the egg was new life as well. <clears throat> I think this is more, I don't know, traditional old school oh, is right. meant to be the tomb where he came from. Um, now the druids they didn't celebrate Astara, but they do have their own festival called. And tell me if this is wrong, because you probably know what was better. Elben Isla. Oh, yeah. Um, which translates to light of the earth. Hmm. So on this day, they observe both the light and the dark stood as equals, and they would traditionally sow all their crops 
um, on this time, on this day, um, because they felt like it was a time of transition, hmm. which I think is really beautiful. Really nice. um, and there was also another one. I've actually forgotten the name of it. I think it's in Italy. And basically, it's a festival for the spring equinox, but it's like total mayhem. Like, <laughs> it's a celebration of wine hmm. and um, merriment and people would just drink ridiculous amounts and basically have sex with everyone in the streets. It's like... It was... We're about to Italy. <laughs> it, it's like a full... I think it's Italy. I'm probably wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where I read it. Um, yeah, it's just this huge, crazy festival where people would just... It's about like... Fertil- like literal fertility and like letting go and just celebrating life by getting completely wasted on wine. After you've been stuck inside eating bread yeah. all winter. <laughs> it was like, and it was almost called like the festival of mayhem or something like something like that. It, really? It, yeah. I should find out the name and, and location and fact yeah. check <laughs> and what date it's on and how, what the flights cost. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Mm. It's full on. Uh, <laughs> so what, all right everyone yeah it's, it's spring crazy let's go full on by the way just you've got a wee eyelash ah, i hate my eyes being touched make a wish <sighs> thank you um just looking at this guy that's outside he looks really sad he's just sitting there is that a guy i think so i hope he's Are you okay. reading a book i don't know it looks sad. Anyway, that's probably not interesting to anybody. <laughs> Do you want to go and zoom? Um, so whilst we take note of the obvious changes happening in the world around us, there is an, a, an internal change that is happening within us. So now is a time where we our energy will start to return and we will feel lighter and happier and probably more motivated to get out and like kick ass for the spring and the summer so it's really important to embrace that change because again it's like letting go of that winter slumber Mm -hmm. and embracing the fact that now the days are going to be lighter and longer and warmer and there's more abundance around us so it's really like soaking up that energy mm. to kind of like kick off the rest of the year. Like we've only got a few months left. So now it's like, now is your time. You know, during Imbolc, you made all these plans. Now is your time yeah. to action the Get plans. Like yeah. really embrace that switch of energy and mm. dive into it. Because now it's time to get shit done and start thinking and planning because you've done that. Now the seeds are to be put in the soil and you need to water them. You know? Yeah, nice. Which I love. And I always do feel like as soon as this time of year kicks around, I'm always like, yes, I want to do this and this and this and this and this because Christmas is coming up soon. Yeah. And then it's the new year. And yeah. Yeah. It's, always, it's, a, it's a busy time of year. In our house anyway, it's a busy time of year. It's crazy. We've got birthdays. We've got our anniversaries. Um, oh and we've got obviously Christmas. Um, we have a baby coming. We have, oh yeah, I know. we have a baby coming. No, I actually went through my diary the other day, putting like school dates and stuff for me. And I was like, far out. It is so busy coming yeah. up to the end of the year. So it really is just like embracing the 
just the, the it's like a silly season that goes yeah. for like four months like it's but you've it's got on. the energy of this the the weather and the sun on your on your side as opposed to in winter it's just that wee bit harder to get up and get motivated yeah. it's just because you're like uh if i could just see the sun or if you know if it wasn't raining and dark exactly and also it's like i guess from like a manifesting point is mm. like really like soaking in that higher vibe energy because i find often in winter it can be hard to not be positive but manifesting is just like a little bit trickier because you are so sleepy and kind of like eh, i'll do it when it gets nice <laughs> yeah there's no point starting anything now realistically like, i'd the, like to be sitting outside the excuses are easier when yeah. now it's like you go like soak up that like high energy that the buzz that's going around and like put that towards your like manifesting or your spell work or whatever it is that you're doing and do those spells for abundance and yeah new a new job like it now is a time of new growth new life new opportunities so mm. now is a time to like really like kick those things off and yeah and like get you know to moving towards the end of the year just like crank up the volume and just be like full steam ahead like finish on a high totally um if the last couple of months have been tricky or the last past why has been tricky or whatever mm. just just and again use that sort of energy that you've got around you to do that yeah you know it's like it's an i remember in ireland and for those of you from ireland england anywhere part of you know th that part of the world and I speak only about that part because I lived there. Um, during winter, you know, dark at half past three in the afternoon and just pitch black and cold and dreary. And when you'd move into like the summer and you might hit a heat wave at 23 degrees, you know, everyone was in a good mood all of a sudden and, and mm. everyone was like, yeah. And it just felt like, well, we can do things, everything, anything's possible. Totally. Um, and it was always there, but you know, the, the, the change in season and, the weather just, just shakes things up it, a little bit yeah and, and you know what it's like driving to driving to you know school or whatever to drop the kids off in the morning when it's rainy like ooh, it's kind of cozy but when the sun's up you have the window down hell yeah you know we've always got the tunes cranked that's without a doubt we've yeah. always got the tunes cranked but but it just puts a the, the roof open. it slightly puts a different a slightly different spin on it totally yeah, yeah. and also the saying of love is in the air is always very much applied to spring um, so usually with the arrival of spring, they say that the flame inside us brightens mm -hmm. and it does make you want to like get up and go and do and see and experience more things. Yeah. So this will often trickle into your relationships, but, and this can be, um, like a romantic one. It can be platonic. It can be with friends or family or whoever, but usually you go and you see people and your bond is stronger and you want to see your friends more. You want to like yeah. go and do date nights more. You want to go on adventures. So again, it's like embracing that kind of urge to be around those you love more. Hmm. And also if you, even if you are with somebody um, or you're single or whatever, it's like really embracing that love you have for yourself and like doing things that make yourself feel good because again it's like getting rid of those that old stagnant winter mm. energy and going mm. like now it's time for me to like make myself feel good going into summer like mm. 
chuck on some fake tan or go for a walk yeah. or bikini season's just totally. around the corner like just do something that yeah. makes yourself get out and go for walks more often because the sun's up yeah it's not raining all the time yeah because like self-care is something that people often think is like selfish but it's not like we all deserve mm. to do something for ourselves just as much as everybody else deserves something you know yeah so i think now is like really allowing yourself love for yourself yeah makes sense true um another thing is to really just like take your shoes off and go outside hmm. like we've been inside for so long so going outside and standing on the earth like not cement or concrete yeah. like literally standing in the grass or in the dirt or in the sand whatever and allowing yourself to soak up all that beautiful earth magic is so beneficial for us and this is a scientifically proven thing mm -hmm. for your health as in mental health and physical health like going out and grounding is so good for you even mm. spiritually as well because you have that urge to really get back to nature whether that is like planting something in the mm. garden grounding in the soil just like getting some fresh air in your lungs connecting with the fae doing whatever you want what looking at the moon outside mm. it's just so nice to be able to do this stuff outside again do you know what's really good as well i mean that sorry grinding we talked about this the other week um yeah. was really good for inflammation there's a mm -hmm. lot of like scientific facts um have you ever like just hugged a tree yeah it's so nice it may it may sound for those of you who aren't open to it it may sound a bit strange but we were walking in this is a while ago we were walking in one of the forests and there's this big beautiful tree there and i was like whoa it was just so impressive and I was just like literally hanging out with this tree. Yeah. And I gave it a big hug and it had all this moss and stuff over it. Mm. And I'm like, I felt, I felt like it hugged me back. Well, Do you know what I mean? Trees like, are full of so much It was just wisdom. so nice. It was they've, so good. They've been here a lot longer than us and they've seen things. That and, tree would have been 300, 400. Yeah. Like it was so big. And you and think old. like how deep their roots would go into the earth. Yeah. So you can imagine like everything the energy. that's being. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's funny, like, isn't it? When you sit in a place like that, if you sit in a forest mm. or a woods or, or wherever in nature and it's, and it's silent and you just look around and you just feel it. Um, geez, it's amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. I want to go now. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah. So some of the Astara correspondences. So this is things that you can embrace to kind of celebrate the day. So first one is what can you put on your altar? So your altar is all the things. Again, we're going very Easter vibes here, but things like colored eggs, rabbits, greenery, flowers, candles, seeds, baskets butterflies and wildflowers yeah, which are love. bursting out everywhere here and i you, love that you love wildflowers i do love wildflowers i think i scratched my leg sorry <laughs> that really hurt you know when you like get that little bit of pain and it just like bolts through and you oh, go yeah. ouch that <laughs> it's funny that you can actually hurt yourself like that what is you know when that? you scratch like you just did and you go 
Yeah. Like, what like I, the scratch is connected to a nerve. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It gave me a. a I did that the other night. Shock. What is that? I'll have to investigate later. I put um one toenail through the back of my heel when I was walking. I was just like, oh, just like, I've bang, done like, that before. <laughs> it's so sore. Like, like why would you hurt yourself? Yeah. Um, food, food for a star. Ooh. It's always about the oh, that, food. Even just that name. Food. That one. Oh, so the first one's eggs, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Eggs being new life. And then honey cakes. Now, don't they just sound delicious? So good. Do you like some tea and some honey cakes? Makes me think of, um, what Peter are they Rabbit. called? Honey joys? Yeah. Are they the things with cornflakes like... and honey? Aren't they called crack- crackles? No. no. That's chocolate crackle is the one with the cocoa bars. Honey joys. Honey Joys, aren't they the ones with cornflakes? Ah, well, is that what they're called? I think so. I don't know. I we just call them cornflake things. <laughs> cornflakes with honey in a cupcake case. <laughs> cornflake things. Mmm, cute. Would anyone like to buy these cornflake honey things that are in a wee cup? Honey Joys? Mm-mm. No way. That is ridiculous. I've never heard of that name, and it's very odd. We <laughs> like to simply call them. Cornflakes in a wee <laughs> cupcake dish with honey and stuff, and then solidified, and it's crunchy, and it's a wee bit stringy. It's a bit complicated, but I'll have one. Um, other ones are the first fruit of the season, mm-hmm. which again, I feel like that would be so good. Like mm. strawberries are mm. getting so good right now. I know. Milk, fruit punch, hot cross buns. Ooh. We go straight back to Easter vibes again. Exactly. But, but... Do you know hot cross buns are actually have been recorded since like almost the dawn of time? That's how old a hot cross bun is. They have been made for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And people used to make them as an off- Like thousands of years? Like even thousands of years. I was going to say. How hundreds... old are humans? Like tens of millions of years old. They found bones recently that date back. Like, really? Oh yeah, they're, and they're finding stuff that dates back even further. Well, they might we find thought. hot cross buns with them because they're pretty old. <laughs> but like, they used well, to we make. We found some sultanas. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um... And a receipt here that says hot cross buns <laughs> from bakers. <laughs> <laughs> they used to make hot cross buns as an offering during the spring for um deities like aphrodite and artemis Mm. pagans did that and they always had the cross on them yes the same way that soul cakes soul cakes have have crosses 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 can be they're a pagan symbol for protection um i'm sure there probably is maybe a real reason but from what i can gather it's a protection thing maybe I don't know. I'll have to look into that. You're the one telling the story. But anyway, you should make hot cross buns because they're really good. Amy makes delicious hot cross I do. Buns. I do. Did I put... Oh, no. The people who did the Astara class got the recipe. Hot cross buns. You're welcome. Should have been there. Enjoy. Um, fish, sweet bread, and tea cakes. No, that's cute. And often I'll make my lavender tea cake around now. Oh, yeah. Mm, so good. Um, colors are gold, green, lemon, lemon yellow, sorry, lemon mm-hmm. yellow, 
light blue, pale pink, all the pastel shades. Beautiful. Herbs and incense. This one's easy. All herbs. <laughs> Super simple. All of them. Some acorns, daffodils. I love daffodils. They smell so yeah. good. And they're so happy. Um, honeysuckle, jasmine, which always pops out in our garden yeah. in spring. And our whole garden smells like jasmine. I love it. Roses, strawberries, pansies, violets, lavender, ginger, and lotus. Um, the cr I love how, like, every time we've done this, it's like all the things I mentioned get lighter and brighter. Yeah. Like, even the crystals. There's moss agate, green moonstone, amethyst, aquamarine, bloodstone, red jasper, rose quartz, moonstone. And then you think mm. of, like, during Yule, it's all the, like, super dark ones. Same with Sarwin. When now it's like getting lighter. I love that. Yeah, right. The wheel of the year rainbow. I like that. I like that too. I never noticed that. Animals. I'm learning a lot. You are learning. You're welcome. I'm full of knowledge. <laughs> Animals. Unicorns. Yes. Hell yeah. The merfolk. Yes. Yes. Rabbits. Yes. yes. Chickens. Snakes. Chickens. We saw a baby snake in our garden the other day. Yeah. That was so weird. He was tiny. I thought it was a worm initially. I thought he's very he, weirdly shaped. The way he moved was very snake-like, and then he had a yellow belly. But well, that's what I thought. He's an odd-looking worm. Because he was crazy. about you know the size of a, a like worm. The, yeah. Um, and then he was a wee snake. That was so cool. But I moved him. Um, all the baby animals. Yes. And birds. Tweet. So many birds. So what can you do? What are the activities for a star? Bird watching. No. Which I feel like we just do anyway because there's so many friggin' birds <laughs> yeah, around no. us. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, making baskets, which I would love to try and do. I reckon that would be so fun. <laughs> Is that showing my age now? <laughs> it's like the other day on Instagram. Bird watching <laughs> and making baskets. <laughs> That's my weekend. With <laughs> <laughs> some... There's some honey cakes and tea. It's the other day when I wrote on Instagram, um, how do you, is there something that you like now that your younger self would say you're so old? I got so many funny responses because so many of them. But all your responses are the responses you would have given whenever you were younger. Pretty much. I haven't changed much. Amy's just catching up. I reckon up. you've aged more with that stuff. I've always loved appliances though. Yeah, but now you really yet. love a robe. Love a robe? I got Patty a robe for like a dressing gown for Father's Day mm. and his life has changed. I love I've it. been in a robe for years. Years. And do you know what else? Um putting on pajama bottoms. Yeah, I don't know why you haven't been doing that one either. It's just a new thing in the last you week. Lo you love a good cup of dandelion tea. I do love a, a dandelion tea. <laughs> it's delicious uh, and very good for you. But um, one, the one that you wrote to me on Instagram, you go, I love a good sit. I love a good sit. <laughs> like, you know when you sit down and you go, oh, that's a good one. Feels good on my legs. Oh, I love a good seat. Yeah. Uh, Noah does that, our little uh, four-year-old. He does that. He sits down and he goes, ah, <laughs> like he's had a hard day on the farm. Yeah. And he's sitting down, have a cup of tea and some honey cakes. What was my one? I wrote, I love a good bar of soap. You do love I a bar of soap. Every bar of soap we have is different. <laughs> like when you go to a, like a farmer's market and people <laughs> yeah. have handmade soap, I'm like, ooh, that one looks yeah. really and, nice. And Patty, 
three bars is only eighty seven dollars. <laughs> and you're like, can we reserve these for whenever guests come over? And then the kids go in the bath. They're like, I've been playing with it. Sorry. Oh, they scratch it and rip it to pieces. And like, no, it's thirty dollars of goat's milk. Um, <laughs> with coffee in it. Other things are planting seeds and plants, which I'm all about as well. Yeah. Egg hunts, baking. Be and careful I say that one. Egg hunts. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, planting seeds. We're planting spuds this weekend. We ah, we've planted, what did we do the other day? Some tomatoes. Yes. Sunflowers, which are, have popped out. Yes. Um, What else did I do? There was some herbs i did some coriander i lost some basil track. i was i was doing the the weeding and the patty was the, the weed and i was the planting i was i would talk on the farm on the farm but um we're planting spuds this weekend yeah. there's a guy there's a guy that the comes potato from, man the, we call the potato him. man yeah his name is, i think his name is peter but we go on a john's the flower man yeah i think his name is peter He's so lovely. We, but he, he has these incredible potatoes called Gippy, Gippy Golds. Golds. Gippy Golds. And they're really delicious. And he sells seedlings for it. But we actually bought some and didn't use a bit of them. And so now, so, we've, heaps. now we've heaps. And he gives you... Um, because you... fun fact for the people that don't know, and I only learned this like a year ago, you plant potatoes with potatoes. Like, that blew my mind. To plant a potato, you literally just chuck an old one in the ground. Yeah, well, you wait for the wee roots to come out. Yeah, and it becomes a seedling. Mm. Isn't that amazing? So you might get, what, a dozen, half a dozen potatoes off one? Yeah. But And they're so fun he, to find. But he like gives you instructions. Like he, give, he gives you instructions on how to grow them as well. Um, so we're going to be doing that this weekend. So they'll be ready for Christmas. Yes. Which we did last year, and they were delicious. We're so like farmy. Farmy. Um, so another thing that you can do is um, deity work is always fun, and I always find that a, a big change in season kind of like changes up my magical practice. Um, and often I find the deities I work with kind of like flow in and out throughout the year. So I feel like for me, during Sarwen Yule, Hecate is a big one because it's a lot more internal work during that time, mm. a lot more divination, a lot more like protection of the house, especially mm. during Sarwen. And she kind of fits that energy more for me. But then going into spring, I feel like Aphrodite kind of like shines, like that's her time. Yeah, Bridget's right. kind of like always around, but now i feel like there's a shift where you go i feel like i'm more drawn to working with um deities that have that spring energy right i mean some people may not be like that but for me but you're working with them all all i work with them all the time but i feel like they kind of like take the main stage sure if that makes sense um but i thought i would talk about some of the deities that you might want to work with during this time Mm -hmm. just go through them briefly if you're interested in maybe connecting with somebody like that, first one is called Astara. Hmm. Obviously, she's probably the main goddess that Astara is linked with, considering their name is the same, although she's spelt differently. So she's spelt E O S T R E, 
which kind of almost looks more like Easter to me. Yes. That's interesting. Um, but she is a Germanic goddess of the dawn and always oh. celebrated in at the spring equinox. That's fitting. And she represents the maiden aspect of the triple goddess. So obviously you have maiden mother crone. She mm-hmm. is the maiden. Um, so very young, pure, growing and blossoming and just beautiful. And she's like a representation of birth and beauty. Um, and she is often depicted as this like beautiful maiden who's surrounded by rabbits and eggs <laughs> and That's cute. like literally like a Easter fairy, just like super flowery and all the bunnies love her. And that's cute. But she's really good to call in for things like fertility. And that's not mm. just like a pregnancy, that's like new growth. Sure, anywhere, yeah. If you want to start a new job, if you want to start a new project, something that's the beginning stage, she's really good to kind of like kick stuff, kick things off. Great. Then you have Aphrodite, my friend Aphrodite. She's a goddess of love and passion and creation. Um, And she often is seen as like this really ego-driven, vain goddess, which I have Mm. never had that from her. Like if you look at the stories, she causes like, they say she caused the Trojan War because she kind of like made Paris and Helen have an affair and she like plays everyone and she's all about, look at me, I'm so beautiful. But for me, she's always been about that self-love, like you should love yourself more, not from an ego vain place but Mm. as a human who should love themselves right you deserve love just as much as anybody yeah and so for me she always comes through when i am feeling a little bit low and she's like you should do this for yourself you should do that for yourself you deserve all that stuff in return Uh and really like it's like a confidence boost. Like, no, She's stand like kind up. kind of like you. your confident, sassy best friend. She is. And I, and I love like, that. And also another thing I find is she is also makes me remember to be mindful because she is like a goddess of beauty. She's like, look outside. Like, look how beautiful everything is. Like, how mm. can you... Yeah, maybe you're having a really shit day, but if you look outside or you go stand outside, like, look how beautiful the flowers are. How nice does the breeze feel? Like, yeah, right. She kind of reminds you to be grateful and be mindful. Stop and smell the roses. Exactly. So I really like her for that. I find her to be very light and fun to work with. Um, then you have, I can never say this one's name right. Dionysus. Dionysus. So he is like, I actually think he is the god of that festival I was talking about before because he's a Greek god of the grape harvest, Mm -hmm. vegetation, fertility, festivities, insanity, (laughs) and ritual madness. Ah. So he's like. So it's in Greece, it's not Italy. Maybe it's in Greece. That makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unless he just takes a wee trip to Italy, calls a bit of mayhem, and then he's comes a god back. man. He can go wherever he, he wants. He wants. Um, but basically, fight. he's like a crazy god. Like he loves all the wine, has sex with everybody. Doesn't matter who they are, he'll he'll do it and he'll be there. But what? he's good because he encourages you to like <laughs> just enjoy yourself. 
yeah. and let loose a little bit or not take things so seriously and remember that it's springtime now. Like you can, you don't have to be inside in the dark. You can go outside and kind of enjoy things a little bit more. Right. And also push your limits. Like do something that you wouldn't normally do that maybe it scares you or maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable, but it's something that you've always wanted to do and you know that if you did it, you wouldn't regret it. Have you got one of them? Something that I want to do. Mm. Well, I want to do like skydiving and bungee jumping and all that stuff. Yeah, but you, you can't do that. I can't right do that now. right now. Oh, is in something I want to do this year? Well, okay. Okay, so okay, so bungee jumping, skydiving, okay, in general. Yeah, I suppose in general. I suppose in general, yeah. Well, in general, at some Is there point, always something, yeah, that you wanted to do? I mean, I don't know. I always, like for me, I'm always the spontaneous, let's travel here, let's go here and see that. Yeah. Because I, like we're both very similar in that way where we love to go on adventures and see new things. Mm. So... For me, it's it's always like, you know, if a flight comes up that's like super cheap to Byron or something, i am like, let's do it. We should just yeah. do it because we won't regret it. No. So stuff like that maybe. But um, what, what scares you that you, you go, oh, geez, I'd love to do that. But uh, fuck it, uh, I don't do that. I don't know. What about you? Um, I have to have a think. I have always uh i feel like what i want to do is there's two things and they're both performance based one of them um, yeah. is stand up yeah and the other is uh i want to write some like slam poetry and do it at an open mic night mm. you would be great at both and i've said that to you for years mm. that you would be good and you should mm. um the comedy thing scares me a wee bit. Because is it more that you just think, what if no one laughs? Yeah, look, yeah. Look, I've been an actor since I was, what, eight, nine years old. Um, uh, but there's always scripts involved and there's rehearsals and, yeah, you can rehearse stand-up, but, you know. It doesn't fall on you either because you didn't write it. The idea of, well, I have a lot of the time, like for a comedy then festival. What, what... I don't know. Because you're up there and you're like, hello, everyone. I'm this and I'm going to make you laugh for the next five minutes. And what if? I mean, what if? Jeez. I mean, I know all the information that I need to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I ignore it. And I'm very good at giving it out to other people. Um, there you go. Funny about Dionysus, though. So whenever I lived in London, there was a place around the corner called Dionysus. And it was like open very late. And I was a kebab shop. And I was, feel like he'd love that. It was open late at night, and it was and it was like so many Hectic. people packed in, ordering like just drunk, ordering kebabs and chips. That's and so good, like that. He would love that, right? He'd uh, be there for sure, right in Soho in London. So good. Yeah, that was great. Um, another one is called Flora. So her name literally translates to flower, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. And she is a Roman goddess. She's a goddess of fertility and growth. And she has a really beautiful connection with nature and the earth around us, which you would like assume given her name. Mm. Um, and they say that she was actually a nymph, which is um. a type of fairy. 
um, that is usually found in like the mountains or in the flowers or the forests and they're very beautiful. They're meant to be extremely beautiful. Um, but she is a really good deity to call in if you are a gardener. Ah. She said to come in and help like bless your crops and your flowers and everything and help everything kind of flourish um, throughout the spring. Yeah, right. really cool. She's because, um, what is it? Uh, Cinderella, there's flora, fauna, and, and Meriwether. Yeah. The, um, That's funny. As the. Um, I love them. What are they called? The, the fairies. The fairy godmothers. Fairy godmothers, yeah. sorry. I thought there was only one. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Um, then you have Gaia. I think everyone knows Gaia. She's mm-hmm. that beautiful um, woman who's like covered in the earth and she has the big belly and she's really cool. She's awesome. She is known as the goddess of the earth and a mother to all things. So she is a elemental deity and she encapsulates nature in all its forms. Um, if you've ever seen the little statues you see of Gaia, every time you look at them, you just feel so calm mm-hmm. and at peace. She's almost like Mother Nature. Yeah, well, and, she is. She well, is Mother yeah. Nature. That's another name for her. Oh, okay. Um, but she represents <laughs> the entire wheel of the year. So she... <laughs> I thought Mother Nature was like an invisible force they just gave a name to. Well, they, they, there is that too. Oh. But she is essentially well, there, I'm learning. Nature. I'm learning all sorts of things today. Um, and she is a goddess of creation and growth. And she is someone you would call in uh, for all like nature and earth related work. So if you were trying to connect with the element of earth or working in the garden, you wanted to be more grounded. Um, but again, growing things. So new projects, an idea, a baby, mm. um, anything like that. But she is very good also to call in for strength because you would think of how rooted she is into the earth and how strong because she can literally um, withstand any elemental force. Yeah, right. you think of the elements, they each have their own like beauty where it's like the waves or the forest or the breeze. But then there's the extreme of tidal waves hurricanes volcanoes like she can withstand anything Mm. so she's got that really like that big strength about her very very rooted into where she is um and she's said to be very good for healing as well um because she has that beautiful earth energy Mm. so she's definitely fun to work with and then you have, I know you like him, the green man. Mm. I love him. I always <laughs> think of him as the Ent from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like you would have to sit there for a good couple of hours to get some sentences out of him. Yeah, but yeah. he would be so fun to hang out with. Yeah. Um, they do say he is more connected with Beltane, which is the next um, Sabbath. But for me, I find he really represents the whole second half of our year because he is a god of revival, rebirth, and the cycle of growth. Yeah. Which is from spring. So it makes sense that he would kind of be around all the time. Um, He's said to be an extremely wise soul. So I would go to him for guidance Mm -hmm. and wisdom um, and also to call in for protection 
for your home because he works with the nature spirits that are everywhere. Yeah, wow. So I think he would be really nice to have to kind of protect your home throughout the elemental fairy time of the year. Nice. And then you have Pan, who is... He is the the Greek horned god. So he's the one who's half goat, half human. He's got Mm. like the goat legs and the horns, but the human body. And he is often the one that um, in Christianity they say is the devil. And why the devil is associated with pagans because he's got the horns horns and he is the devil symbol. But he's like not like that in any way. He's not evil in any way. Um, he is meant to be very mischievous and naughty. Yeah. And he's said to be like overly sexual. So he's like always hunting the nymphs out in the forest well, to have a quickie you with know, them. You know, there's ever goats. But he is the god of fertility. So that kind of makes sense that he would be doing that. Yeah, right. Um, but he is a good deity to call in for like physical health. Because he's also like a sun god as well. So physical health, expression of self, overcoming fears, and then sex magic as well. Um, Yeah. Wow. He's naughty. (laughs) (laughs) He's naughty. (laughs) He's naughty. Um, And so then what have we got? So, yes. I've already kind of mentioned the earth magic is like very much um, an important thing to call in and to embrace this time of the year. Why laughing? <laughs> it's so funny. He's naughty. <laughs> He's naughty. Um, so connecting with the earth can transpire. <laughs> Come on. I thought you were an adult. You're a professional, You're damn a it. You're a professional. Um connecting with the earth is so there's obviously four elements mm-hmm. yes or five if you want to include the element of spirit mm-hmm. but earth in feng shui the element oh, excuse me of earth is related to our overall overall well-being self-nourishment and our boundaries and it also brings stability it grounds us and it brings us strength yeah. So all of which are extremely important. Um, and working with the earth can transpire in so many different ways. So that can be whether you are planting seeds or plants in the garden or using wood or mm-hmm. clay as well, like because that's all from the earth, like molding, creating, something like that. Sitting amongst the trees, asking for their wisdom, caring mm. for animals and the wildlife. Mm. And even nourishing our own bodies with fresh fruit, plants, plants, vegetables. So all these things are super easy to do. And that's a way of working with the earth. And then also things like crystal magic, Mm. literally formed in the earth. Mm. And it's an excuse for everyone to go and buy more crystals. But using something like that can also be used on your altar to represent the element of earth if you want something for each of them. Um but it's just fun. But isn't that what a what an easy way to incorporate into your life? Yeah. Like you're not having to sit and do something, you know, it could be as simple as going and getting some fresh fruit and veg like either local or, or whatever, but you know, from somewhere someone and or from market and enjoying it. 
outside in the sun with bare feet on the ground like that's a fairly straightforward thing to be able to do you know yeah, what i mean you don't totally nothing, you don't need special equipment to prepare uh prepare some food for yourself so um what a great way to incorporate it in. and also then it gives you the chance to acknowledge the change in seasons and it gives you the chance to actually as amy said you know get out there and go wow the sun's out and be a be a part of it and re almost reintroduce yourself because i'm not saying that everyone becomes a hermit during winter but it does it's a bit of a disconnect it does people go out a bit less and like oh, i just couldn't be bothered like a saturday night we're meant to go out for dinner or whatever like that and it's like oh, but you it's even raining. think when you go outside you have like heavier shoes on socks True. you're covered head to toe with Trusty coats bit. and everything so you are literally disconnected mm. from it we're now like even you wear thongs on your feet or bare feet mm. or and you might go for a, a picnic or and sit, you're sitting down in the grass more or sitting outside to have lunch and yeah it's just nicer to remember that all these little things are connecting you back to the earth totally. which is um, where people would have been hundreds of years ago yeah they would have been getting out of their huts and making food to live and mm. you know watching what the sun's doing and we've where been it hits doing that a lot sitting at the back on a on a on a weekend um making lunch and then bringing chairs out to we've got this pine tree at the back it's about 30 meters or so tall it's huge uh, it's giant 40 it's, it's massive and um and just sitting there in the sun uh bare feet mm. eating lunch it's so something nice. just as simple as that mm-hmm. um to reconnect and, and do that and grounding's a big thing i actually want to do more of i have a list here um hmm. so there is a so grounding what i love about it is it's like scientifically proven to work which is something that for those who get a lot of doubt with magic and whatever you go well this is like science-based thing as well the, the doco i think we watched the same one but the doco that i watched i forget the doctor's the name Earthing movie but he yeah so he's a, 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 a western medical doctor um like a gp or mm. whatever he is and he will on his breaks go to the park next to his office and he takes his shoes off and he is a massive advocate for the science behind grounding so it's as amy said despite sort of the, the the path we're on you know there are people who still doubt elements of it um and the the validity of, of some of these sort of claims but this is being this is backed by the fact that, like there is there have been tests run and there mm. has been uh, proof that grounding actually has a physical impact it's the same way as meditation does yeah. on your body meditation Something so simple has such a huge impact like so for grounding some of the things which it helps with are pain reduction improved sleep decrease of stress and anxiety reduction of inflammation detoxification of waste and toxins balances the nervous system regulates blood glucose and prevents cardiovascular disease is that like not insane? You're almost tempted to dig a hole and get in it. Yeah, really, you? Yeah, I like... live in a hole. <laughs> I live I'm in a curing hole. all my ailments. So, like, why wouldn't you? All you have to do is literally stand outside. It's not a big thing, and that like even mm. I think it, it said six minutes a day is all it takes. All right, it's pretty easy. Should we? Should what? Do, what do you say? Should we set a challenge to ourselves? Okay. 
that we do grinding every day every day for the next month and we see what happens well we'll check back in for the beltane one right. see how we're feeling challenge accepted let's do it as yeah. competitive as I was about to say, I'm extremely competitive. Like, so, I'm going to do seven minutes. I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's what I started doing. So I have my cold showers in the morning. I miss them. And I uh, I would do a couple of minutes. And I'd set the time for two and a half minutes. But sometimes um, when I'm in the shower, so I'll do my um, affirmations in the shower because I feel like... Explain what your cold shower is, though, for those people that aren't aware uh, of... For those of you who don't know... Um, Cold water therapy is again scientifically backed as Wim well. Hof. Uh, the Wim Hof method, yeah. So Wim, Wim Hof, if you look him up, he's a, he's an interesting dude. They call him the Ice Man. So he's run a couple of marathons around the. He is, I think, Scandinavian. He's, no, he's Dutch. Yeah, he's oh. Dutch. Sorry. So he, uh, I'm pretty sure he's Dutch. Yeah. So he um, uh, has run a couple of marathons barefoot and in shorts around the Arctic Circle. So he. He's got basically. He talks a lot about mind over matter, um, but also the benefits of cold, cold therapy. So there, there's been all sorts of studies that they've done with his mind over matter. He's been able to inc- achieve some incredible things. Um, so him and his team were injected with E. coli, live E. coli, um, and through his practice, he was able to actually get rid of it out of his body. Um, he can adjust the temperature of his body. Um, at, at whenever he requests it, and there's there's these. That's crazy. I think initially when he first sort of was looking into it, or it was another study, and they they looked at these nuns who live in 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 a, in a convent way at the top of this hill in this really cold environment, and they were wondering how they could survive. But what they what they saw was, the, despite the fact that the temperature outside was so cold, um, not only could they affect their core temperature, but they could actually change the temperature of their skin wow. just by focusing on on what they were doing so i i do cold showers um because um it the 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 benefits are it it helps a lot with um stress Uh, so if you're putting your body in a stressful environment uh, i.e a really cold shower um you you have to breathe and you have to get through it uh otherwise you know you, you might pass out so putting yourself in stressful situations and being able to manage it uh, is mm. one thing um, it also increases the brown fat in your body, um, which essentially oh, I need I need I need to look into. You put me on the spot because I need to look. You know, I need to. <laughs> how dare you? Um, but I need to look into. So the brown fat is is good fat, um, but it helps. It means that you don't need the other fat so much around your gut as well. Mm. Um, it also there's all sorts of benefits to do with um and if you have the Wim Hof breathing technique as well, that gets rid of um, like expels toxins toxins from <clears throat> your blood and whatnot as well. And if you do a two and a half minute cold shower and the Wim Hof breathing for a few minutes every day, you feel mm. incredible. I was um, getting into the cold showers, but I think I don't know if you're allowed to do it when you're pregnant. I kind of I feel just, like I you think sh- you're under enough stress. Well, yeah, but I I did enjoy it. <laughs> Like when you first do it, it's like someone slaps you in the face and you go, holy shit, what is this torture? But I feel like when you get to like maybe the fourth or fifth time, Mm. you can like feel yourself just go and like breathe and go, it's cool. It's cool. And you just like concentrate on counting to like 20 seconds or a minute or whatever. 
some mornings are hard and some yeah. mornings you don't want to do it but when you finished it and that's what i was what i was going to say and how we started this um we, we could actually do a, a short episode on it we should and i'll, I'll do i'll because i I've, exactly. I've read all the research uh but i i just i don't have it mentally at hand here so i apologize but um uh maybe we should find someone that specializes in mm. um ice baths and all that stuff yeah. obviously we, i don't know if we can get wim hof on but get someone wim. who specializes in that to like really explain the benefits and all the yeah stuff that comes with it but um so i would set the alarm for two and a half minutes let's come back to competitiveness i would mm. set the alarm for two and a half minutes and it would go off and i'd just be like no i'm, I'm standing and then i just keep going and then I just keep going and then I keep going and go alright let's go um, because it's like a personal challenge to myself yeah. it's kind of like when you're going for a run and you see the lamppost and you go I'll just run to that lamppost and then you go past the lamppost and you're like yeah mm-hmm. I just beat myself <laughs> suck on that me <laughs> yeah I know um, I'd, 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 I feel like I failed on the delivery of the, the health benefits no I don't think you did um, but there's more mm. there's more I'm but, gonna look them up um, that's a star there's so many things to talk about with Astara, but we can always come back and talk about them separately. Like working with the Fae, want to talk about that soon? Uh, yeah, and well, you've done a few of them on your, um, your socials. Mm. On the socials? Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're at the show on Friday. The Melbourne show. Well, we'll be around nature. There'll be farm animals. There'll there be lambs. Be. There will be new There'll life. There'll be chocolate. There will be. In my show bags. Um, <laughs> but I'd like to do some Mastara baking. And yes. oh, we're going to plant our potatoes. We're going to plant the spuds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be nice. And even, and grinding as well. Yes, And also day. try and do a meditation. I want to go on, I want to see if I can do a meditation with Pam. You should. I reckon you two would be out. friends. Hang out for a minute. <laughs> I reckon you two would be friends. Yeah, it'd be funny. He's I've great. had him pop up in a meditation before, like running Stay away. the forest. You know what he's like? Um, he's naughty. <laughs> um, I actually, do you know what? He popped into this one where it, I was in a class and we were meant to be connecting with some other dude. And he came in and he's like, mm, don't talk to him. You should talk to me. And like hijacked it. So I was like, hmm. I actually didn't get at the end when you had to talk about your experience. I was like, I didn't get to speak to that guy at all because I got hijacked by Pen. Oh, wow. Mm, I'd never worked with him ever. What did you do with him? I can't even remember what he talked about, but nothing. They've been trying to hang on, do they? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I blacked out a little bit. So Jeez. <laughs> Gone sideways. <laughs> We've gone sideways. Um, yeah. um well thank you very yeah. much for that, Amy. It was lovely to meet you. And um thank you for educating there, I mean it's funny because there's a lot of obviously things that I know and then obviously I find out there's a lot that I don't. Well there's still stuff I learn all the time. Yeah. And I think there's different aspects of a Sabbath that you embrace every year depending on where you're at. Like for me, I think last year I think I was just happy to be here because we're in lockdown 
Um, but this year I feel really drawn to earth magic and working with the Fae where I think last year I was probably, I think I might've been kind of more interested in something else. So I think every time like one comes around, you're kind of drawn towards a certain aspect of it. Yeah. Um, more than the others. So that's where I feel like I'm at this yeah. year. Well, I mean, obviously we, I suppose there's a lot of stuff that in in the sort of the um, if you look at the, the the official information on celebrating a star. There's a lot of stuff that we probably find that we do, um, you know, unconsciously that we just do it yeah. without realizing. But it's always nice to know that and then acknowledge that at the and same time. And know that it's yeah, there it's because there's of good the time in, we're the, at. That's that there's intent behind it as well. And it makes you feel like you're more naturally connected to the cycle, totally. like the 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 what's it called. <laughs> The, the wheel of the year because you're unconsciously just doing, doing that it, so yeah. it makes you it just proves to you that you are really connected and you're to... on the right the right path yeah, hmm. yeah. i mean um living seasonally is uh, is great because it's an opportunity to acknowledge what's going on around you because otherwise sometimes a whole year passes and you haven't even taken a moment to think totally um whereas obviously we are constantly acknowledging yeah constantly and it's nice it makes it more special there's always something to you know same to. with the moon you know it makes it more special whenever you look out and you see a full moon and mm. you know you're always aware of where it's at and, oh, that full last moon's full gonna... moon was a bit mean to me though why because i cried a lot it was like a full yeah. moon in pisces and it made me a little bit crazy you've got your excuses it's fine i'm over it now um but yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for being here patrick thank you for having me i hope there was sense in amongst all the side conversations that went on i'm sure they i'm sure someone got something from this i hope you did and if you didn't send your complaints over to amy yeah um don't i'm not gonna read them i will <laughs> so we'll be back soon with our much requested um alien yes uh yeah that'll be coming up soon yeah Thank you very much again, Amy. Thank you, Patrick. And if you would like to find me, I'm in all the normal places except that. Did I mention this last time? I think I did. We hadn't done it yet. No, the, my last one I did by myself. Um, that you can find me under Rose Song Cottage everywhere now, yep. which is exciting and much more helpful to remember. Rose Thorn with, with an, an e. e. Cottage. Uh, On Instagram and Facebook. And Patreon. And TikTok. No, yeah, yes. TikTok is Witch oh. of Rose Stone Cottage. I've actually Sorry. been more on TikTok lately, which I'm mm. starting to enjoy. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you. And um, we won't see you before Astara. No, so have a beautiful Astara. Have Astara. a blessed Astara. And enjoy all the, all the things. Enjoy your time, guys. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Bye.